How do you like me now? <laughs> uh, the same, which is a lot. Aw, shucks. Are you done peeping? I pissed. You piddled? You, you pizzled? I, as the Australian... <laughs> As the Australians would say, I did a P. Or I did a we. I did a we. I did it. <laughs> you did it. You done did it. Congratulations. You accomplished it. Pizzle. What? Pizzle. Pizzle. Oh, I did that thing with the microphone. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was wondering if you're still in the bathroom or something because I was like, he sounds like he's not in a normal place. <laughs> I'm uh, in front of myself. <laughs> well, okay. I hear if you get a rib removed, you can... Okay, I've made that joke too many times. Let's start the episode, motherfucker. Suspicious amount of times. <laughs> it's not like I have surge. You know, sur- that would be crazy. <laughs> the secret is you don't actually have to get a rib removed. Oh, hi! <laughs> welcome to Think Outside welcome. the Box. Set. We're just talking about how Nathan wants to suck his own dick. <laughs> That's all. You know, totally normal stuff for Oh, hey, dudes. I didn't see you there. <laughs> oh, come on in. Uh. Let me catch you up. We were just talking about how um, Nathan makes the jokes, the joke, I hear you can do that if you get a rip removed, about like uh, once once on the, hour, like on the hour every hour. Yeah, I got to be timely, you know. Yeah, and uh, I, I would say you make that joke so much. Uh-huh. I think it's a suspicious amount of time to make that joke. I mean... <laughs> it's past the point of, like, you're being hack and into the, do you <laughs> want to suck your own dick? <laughs> hey, Cameron, you know, sometimes guys get lonely on a Saturday night, and then you just kind of wonder what you're capable of. Like, <laughs> what what kind of man are you? What are you made of, you know? Uh flexible stuff (laughs) (laughs) sorry made of uh uh, stretch armstrong gooey gummy spines um should we introduce the show is this the show have we started you you do it yeah so um i forget what our official log line is Uh, (laughs) i've already had four four mimosas today you did um but uh yes oh no wonder you were so loosey-goosey inside the box yeah so this is a show where we listen <laughs> to an artist's is. entire back catalog. This artist may be someone who's obscure or or not thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. This is an artist who uh, who may be obscure or um, uh-huh. underrated uh-huh. Um, or misunderstood. Uh-huh. And I'm Cameron DeWitt. And I'm Nathan Hunt. And that's the best our intro has ever gone. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, it's okay. I'm editing this one. Oh, that's great. I actually didn't know that, but I am very happy to hear you say that. Yeah. Hooray. So, so uh, you, we've you listened said to that many we, artists. Yeah, you said that we listened to an artist's entire back catalog, um, but we don't necessarily do that in this season or ever again. Who knows? We're doing a little We're experimental. We're taking a break from the format. Yeah. So That's what the show has been. Yep. We're doing a couple follow-ups. Yes. And today we're checking in on T-Pain. Last week we checked in on Insane Clown Posse, and now we do T-Pain because they both have released albums I- this year already, and it's only March. Boop boop, boop boop, boop. No boop. Whoop, it's whoop, T-Pain. Boop, He's boop. back. Boop boop whoop whoop. <laughs> All my T-Pain and ICP fans. Yeah, boop uh, boop is to whoop whoop as T-Pain is to ICP. Oh my God, it's like an SAT test. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those old uh, analogy questions that i think they got rid of yeah i think they got rid of them before i started doing the sat once <laughs> wanna be your ex boop boop <laughs> boop boop <laughs> boop boop uh, why is, really leans why does he say that <laughs> here i think here's what i missed about t-pain and I didn't miss a lot about T-Pain because he kind of broke us and started like the slow um, necessity of like this show needing to change. <laughs> right. Because before T-Pain, we listened to, you know, every album and every song and we talked about every song in order. Right. And we even through ICP. Through, 
Yes. Which is crazy. I can't believe we talked about every ICP song. That is insanity. Why did people let us do that? Why Why did you allow us, listeners? <laughs> um, isn't there any accountability? Save us from ourselves. So, but for some reason, it's T-Pain that finally broke us. And we were just like, you know what? Let's maybe not talk about all of the songs. Uh, mm-hmm. Because T Pain just like kept retreading the same ground. He kept doing all these defensive uh, songs about like how resentful he was of the hip hop community, and like right. in in this way that felt just very not flattering. And all of these songs about wanting to um, uh, bodily destroy women. Um, yeah, <laughs> and and he wasn't ICP, <laughs> right? exactly yeah like it wasn't outside of the context of like a horror core genre he was talking about just like destroying the bodies of women in in the process of sex yeah <laughs> it's like imagine when people say like you know murder that pussy or whatever but just take it way too many steps farther yeah, it was Baudelaire levels of yeah. of body horror from coming from <laughs> T-Pain not a thing I thought when I was excited about covering T-Paint, I didn't think we were going to be talking about that. <laughs> right. Yeah, me either. So, I think those elements, you know, combined with a few more, we're just like, let's change the show a little bit. We can't be this comprehensive or else we'll get sad. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Also, I think um, it might have been a mistake to talk about all of his mixtapes or most of his mixtapes. Maybe. Because he wh- gave himself a lot of license to be uh, very long-winded on those mixtapes. What I was going to say is I did, I miss T-Pain's silliness. Yeah. When he's not self-important, when he's having fun, when he's in a good mental space, he's so fun and silly. And he is on this album too. He's fun and silly a lot on this album. And he's doing what usually rappers in the intros to songs, you know, when you, when you hear the perfunctory, yeah, that kind of stuff at the beginning of a rap song, which I love. Mm-hmm. But there's an error. Uh, there, there's an error of self-importance, of like swagger to them. I love the T Pain says boop boop, as in the thing that doggos do to each other with their noses. Boop 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 boop. I have no idea why he's saying that or what it comes from. Is it like a car horn or what? It's not something I, he's done before, right? <laughs> Mutant boop, Mind boop, is also boop, asking boop. that in yeah. the Discord. It's basically the Beatles. He's the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> T-Pain is the new Beatles. Baby, you could drive my car. Boop, boop. No boop. Pizzle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At his best, T-Pain is fun and whimsical and he doesn't take himself seriously um, in a in a way that is very disarming. And I felt a lot of that in this album. And I, I agree. really appreciate yeah, it. Was it. Super I was fun. endeared to him again. Yeah. I think, um, I think he kind of got into a slump where he was discouraged and kind of down um, maybe like five or 10 years ago. And he made some kind of lashing out albums, but now he's just like kind of back in a good headspace and just having fun and enjoying himself uh, for yeah. the most part. And uh, I think, I think part of that is I kept thinking in this album about the character of T-Pain and yeah. his character, like the character that he plays because we, we discussed this a little bit during the T-Pain season because he's married and he's been married since like 2003. I oh, think. right. I forgot. Yeah. But he's always talking about like picking up women in clubs or, yes. you know, smashing that pussy after yeah. driving home in a Lambo and like all this stuff. Where are their legs? Up high. Yeah. Where are they having sex? In the car. <laughs> yeah. Basically. It's There's a Chevy. a lot of those. It's a Lambo. <laughs> yep. It's a lack. Yeah. Um, so this album, yeah, I kind of wonder like the more he gets into a character, the more fun he's having and the more he's yes. just feels personally attacked or personally lashing out, the less fun it is. Yeah, and it's not to say that we I we have both on this show enjoyed, you know, defensive songs or lash out songs or angry songs. Right. Like that can be a Alanis good, vulnerable has some really good place. Ones. 
oh yeah totally yeah but i think what i when i listen to someone else's music especially from a songwriter what i want the service that they're providing for me is especially if i'm listening to it for the lyrics is i want them to embody a feeling in a way that is um, that has dignity so that I can feel dignity about the feelings that I'm having. <laughs> that is one of the services that I think a songwriter has to offer. So when a songwriter does a lash out song in a way that I feel is not um, putting themselves in a very good light or is not endearing myself to them, um, I want to push them away because it makes me feel bad things. <laughs> and it makes me feel less good about when I feel those things. Um, but, you know, there are these artists like Alanis Morissette in Jagged Little Pill, who perfectly encapsulates anger in a way that makes you feel good to be angry. And that's such a, that's such a special thing to offer. Hey, yeah. you're angry. Let me make you feel good about your anger. That's such an empowering thing. <laughs> yeah. T-Pain usually fails. Right. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, I don't know if I remember hearing a, like, angry song from T-Pain that was successful. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, there are some critical songs that he has that I think are successful, but not, never coming from a place of anger or hurt. I yeah. Think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's Raw see. Raw T-Pain is no good. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's having fun. Um, oh, before we get into the songs, I have just a tiny bit of Garth news. Speaking of catching up on some of our artists, his new album called Fun has a release date. It's June 7th. And Garth is now Grandpa Garf. <gasps> grandpa Garf. He's a grandpa. No way. He's a grandpa. All right. Let's all smoke some cigars for, for Garth. <laughs> some cigars. We're all his, <laughs> his Garth bros yeah um That's really so cool. yeah we might have to cover his new album when it comes out in uh in june i was hoping that it was going to come out during this season but that's fine we'll just i mean who knows it a, could be a long season well maybe <laughs> <laughs> who knows where the season will go or how long it will be maybe it'll be the last season maybe we'll just be in the same season for the rest of our lives huh yeah <laughs> i kind of like the idea of just being loosey-goosey with it yeah, season uh, like, eight, baby. <laughs> yeah, we like we don't even know what we're gonna do next week as of yet. That's true. Well, well, you should talk about it at the end. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about the songs now? Yeah, let's talk about them. Okay, which one? Uh, let's start with the first one. Why not? One up. Okay, sure. Title track. Trying to impress all these niggas just to save face. Bigger guns, bigger whips. We in the same race. Then we end up in the same place. Yeah, yeah. Man, I swear that I got one up on these niggas. Bling, blow, put that gun up, fuck these niggas. Use that second chance to make a better plan. Be a better man or it's whatever, man. Yeah. So this song is really interesting. It's it's kind of a song about T-Pain being better than other people or other rappers, but also he he gets kind of existential. He says, supposedly we sh all should be destined for the same fate, trying to impress all these N-words just to save face. Bigger guns, bigger whips, we in the same race, then we end up in the same place. Whoa, mm. you can't take it with you, Cameron. We're all going to be dirt in the ground. So I, well, I thought this song was really interesting um, because usually, if I remember right, the first track of a T-Pain album, he usually raps... He doesn't rap a lot, but he usually oh, raps. Oh, that's right. And he yeah. usually does a bragging, um, uh, fronting, uh, defen often defensive or angry song about other people in the industry. Right. I think it's really interesting that this song is, is similar in its uh, audience or who it's about, who it's for, but the production is very somber mm -hmm. it's it sounds like sort of sad, sad soundcloud rap yeah uh, a little bit a little bit um and yeah it, it sounds like a, a love song almost um and yeah like you're saying it's very sort of existential it's about the same people but it's like zoomed out 
Yeah, he opens and with the with the with the words "It's whatever, man." He repeats that three times. He's he he kind of feels like he's um, he's come to terms with who he is, and he doesn't feel like he has to prove himself anymore. Like he doesn't have to prove anything to anyone, or even just like run around swatting down all of the young upstarts or anything. Right. Whereas in um, you know the uh, uh, the album Oblivion. The first track was Who Died, where the pre-hook goes, somebody tell me who died and made you boss. I put it all aside. Yeah, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Nobody cried when I lost, and I learned everything that day. Um, Like, kind of an intense, not, (laughs) like, like a little bit too personal. Yeah. (laughs) You know, or uh, Stoicville was the um, first track on on, uh, Stoicville, The Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah. Um, wait that that album that was the one that didn't get released right didn't we listen to stoicville i don't even know anymore dog stoicville there was one of them that didn't get released right oh yeah yeah i think maybe stoicville got swallowed into um oblivion or something Yeah, 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 yeah 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 that's true yep yeah uh yeah but like uh in revolver he's talking about how much cash he's getting i got uh and uh my my money right my bread good shawty fucking what's up girl that head good bang bang pow pow i do my thing thing look at me now um uh, you ain't a king you a joker card you know it's like all of this yeah posturing yeah and uh yeah i kind of like that this song is is not not necessarily more substantial but like i think it is it suits him better yeah t-pain's more generous on this album i think too like he's talking about other people without just um shitting on them especially like you know implicitly i guess men because he always talks about women as either uh bitches he's not interested in or women that he is in the process of having sex with or going to have sex with um (laughs) he's in media res <laughs> yeah but he almost never talks about like men in a in a complimentary or positive way uh, yeah or in a empathetic way i hate yeah. to see my dog stuck in the hometown yeah. running in place and can't make no ground yeah that's exactly what i was gonna read yeah um sorry so he's, <laughs> yeah how dare you cameron those were i called them i called them first um yeah so he's actually like talking about other people and how he empathizes with them and he feels sorry for them and he has an entire song which we'll get to it's called it's my dog birthday which is all about <laughs> celebrating a birthday of a friend of his in the club it's great yeah it's super cool i really enjoyed it it's literally just about like usually when he talks about spending money it's because he's wanting to appear to be powerful right Maybe we should just talk about that song. Do you want to talk about that song? Yeah, let's move on to that song. Yeah. I see you bought them cakes, but I got one for you, and we can make the shit shake. Get a DJ fifty dollars, tell them keep it on replay. Now everybody, put your hands up and say, "It's my dog birthday." We gon' do whatever we want. Popping bottles, taking shots of Patron. We gon' do this shit all night long. If that's what you wanna do, this all is for you. Uh, can you play that intro too? <laughs> Oh, yeah, let me, uh, is it the boop boop? Yeah. <laughs> boop, boop, yeah. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> boop, boop. Yeah. If you oh, man, part of me is so baffled by that, but part of me loves it so much. If you in here with your dog, point your dog out. <laughs> <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so, so, so what I, as I was saying, usually when he talks about how much money he's spending, it's a display of power. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, uh, I think they're at a strip club or something. Um, oh, is it specifically ta- a strip club? I don't know, but uh, he's spending a lot of money somewhere. Yeah. It kind of feels like, maybe I just assume because it's a T-Pain song. Right. <laughs> you know, but he's like 2500 for the section. Yeah, we want it all. That's impressive. I don't want my dog in here stressing. Tell the owner we ain't messing around. He's taking care of his friend. Yeah. 
He's not spending money to like flex on everyone. He's like, no, we're celebrating my dog. We ain't hung out in a while. You be moving crazy. But tonight you getting lit. We gonna do this shit for you. I see you bought them cakes. Cakes. But I got one for you where we <laughs> can make this shit shake. Give the DJ $50. Tell him keep it on replay. Now everybody put your hands up and say, it's my dog birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like very meta. <laughs> Definitely breaks the fourth yes. wall. Yeah. So you can tell everybody. <laughs> oh, is he saying like, tell the DJ to put this song yes. on replay? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> this is like recursive loops. But this is your song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That always bothered me about Moulin Rouge, how Ewan McGregor was singing that to Nicole Kidman. Oh, why? Like, it's not your song. It's Elton John's song. Oh. No, it's the it's the song of whoever Elton John was singing it to. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. <laughs> well, shit. It's not Nicole Kidman's song. It's probably about some British dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was probably written by Bernie Toppin, right? So, Wait, did Elton John not write his own songs? No, I don't think so. I don't think what? he like, has written any of his songs. Wow, that really bums me out. Really? Yeah, I kind of had a whole other idea of him. Let me let me look it up. They got that biopic coming out soon. Oh, he wrote it with Bernie Toppin. But all Bernie right. Toppin wrote all the lyrics. But he he's well, like that's like his right. longtime collaborator. Bernie Toppin is like okay. written, I think, all of his well, it says on Wikipedia, written the lyrics for most of John's songs. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So maybe it is John Elton John's song. Oh, you think Bernie Toppin was writing it specifically two and four? Elton John? I don't know. <laughs> or uh, what's Elton John's real name? Uh, oh, it's something uh, that's a lot. Reginald <laughs> Kenneth Dwight. That's it. <laughs> Although he did oh, actually legally change his name to Elton Hercules John. <laughs> that is the opposite of a stuffy name. Yes, it is. <laughs> Although Hercules oh, is a middle name, I could totally see some like 19th century, like Methuselah Hercules, uh, like... <laughs> Bindle. Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody with mutton chops. Wow. Did you know that your song was first released by Three Dog Night? No. Elton John was opening for them and was like, oh, yeah, you can rec- Oh, yeah, you can record this song. Uh, he's he's <laughs> apparently uh, from Liverpool, sounds. I guess. <laughs> Elton John. Yeah, that's all. Oh, they used to call me the fifth Beatle. Uh, Elton Hercules John. <laughs> that's all right, Three Dog Night. You can record it, too. Uh, so and generous <laughs> three dog night actually re- released it first uh but then i think elton john's version became much more famous um are well, we still so talking wanna... about this song no i think we said everything we need to say uh do you mean about your song or do you mean about it's my dog birthday he well before we move on to it's my dog birthday oh from elton by, john. by the way the title of the song is it's my dog birthday it is and when i saw when I saw that, I was hoping, because it's not spelled D-A-W-G. Right. It's spelled D-O-G. Yeah, it is. I was really hoping that this was about a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really funny. It, oh, he, he left out the hyphen. It should be, it's my dog birthday. <laughs> it, it happens seven times a year. Seven times a year. <laughs> <laughs> Beat you to it, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. That would be great. Uh, You'd have to do like Probably. a lot of fraction math to figure out like what days. Oh man, this is this would be a real like computer science, uh, computer math problem. My uh, probably my favorite T Pain song is not one we've covered. Um, it is a uh, Chance the Rapper song. Oh, um, where T Pain does the chorus, um, and uh, oh, let's see if I can remember what it's actually called. Um, I'm on tenterhooks. Chance the Rapper. Um, genius lyrics. Um, but uh, in, the, in the Chance the Rapper song, he talks about um, how his dog is waiting for him in heaven and how he's going to go meet, he's going to be able to see his dog again. <laughs> and it's Aww. really sweet. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that. Uh, the song is called finish line 
um, finish line slash drown. It's two songs. Uh, it's probably huh. my favorite track on the whole album. Everyone go check that one out. Kirk Franklin is on it. It's so fucking good. <laughs> Wait, who's that? He's like a, he's like a gospel R and B hip hop, um, like Christian artist from the nineties. And what? he's kind of, inc- he's kind of incredible. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. And he's on this chance to rapper song and he's really good. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So all that to say, it's my dog birthday. It is a, uh, um, from what I understand, it is a uh, characteristic of AEVE, African American Vernacular English. Yes. That it is grammatical to leave off the possessive. Um, so instead of it's my dog's birthday, it's my dog birthday. And there are, wow. there are tons of languages around the world that feature this uh, specific, uh, what do you call it? Like uh, fe- uh, grammatical feature where you don't specifically have to like have a possessive or say it's the birthday of my dog or anything like that. Yo, like not that like, you know, ally cookies mean anything from coming from me, but I really appreciated that you said it is grammatical (laughs) as opposed to they do it wrong (laughs) (laughs) because you're totally right. And that's the right way to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you. Yeah. Like the, the very little I've studied of AAVE is just like, it's amazing. Like it has tons of different uh, verb tenses that lots of varieties of English do not have. Uh, so there's like, oh boy, I'm going to fuck this up. But there's like a distinct difference between like he done gone did it versus like he done did it versus like he, I, I forget. There's like, there's all kinds of uh, verb tenses that mean slightly different things. Um, it's like five different past tenses or something awesome like that. Yeah. Yeah. The gr- the grammar is just like so cool. Huh. <laughs> Such a goddamn nerd. Oh boy. Well, I mean, it's once again, it's like a <laughs> we we the topic of minstrelsy comes up of off and on throughout this show but like that's one more one more reason as if we needed another reason like why minstrelsy is like really misguided and terrible. It's because you know, these people heard uh people subvert the rules of what they suspected were like what they thought were the right way to speak um and they said oh they're just dumb and they're si- and like isn't this cute and harmless and dumb to talk this way but it's like no there are rules this is like a language just because we're evolving your language right and taking it in a different direction doesn't mean that we're doing it wrong yeah just because we're like making it more elaborate and have more gradations of meaning like it's yeah. it's so dumb to like to look at that and think oh they're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. What a what a stupid privileged viewpoint. Okay, yeah, it's way we're yeah. way off on a tangent here. Um, punching punching down for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think. <laughs> Cameron, I I almost a oh boy. I think I'd almost go so far as to say that people who engage in minstrelsy or uh, uh, criticizing quote unquote ebonics might not be great people who have the best of intentions. No, I don't want to overstate my case here, but I don't know, man. (sighs) Uh, Let's talk about another song. (laughs) We've talked about two songs. What are we even doing tonight? You you drank like 50 mimosas, but what's my excuse? Let's talk about the song. uh, Let's talk about a negative song. Let's talk about Keep This From Me. Oh, Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if it's... Well, we'll talk about in the ways that it is or maybe quote unquote negative. Yeah. I didn't say shit when I saw what I saw. Yeah. Girl, you can't deny now. Even your daddy know that you got you a side job. God damn. I can't believe I told you that I love you. You was undercover. Your mom and your daddy ain't shit. When you see them till both of them, I said, fuck them. That is the funniest lyric I've ever heard. Yeah. Those that those are great lines there. Um, you girl, you can't deny now. Even your daddy know that you got a you a side John. God damn. Uh, how could you keep this from me? Blah blah blah. You was undercover. Your mama and your daddy ain't shit. When you see them, tell them both of them. I said fuck them. Yeah. 
That is, he's so mad at this woman's parents for being complicit in her bad behavior. Yeah, he spends like at least half the song shitting on on her parents and like, instead <laughs> of her. the real villains here. <laughs> um, I mean, they're, they're the reason that he knows because the, it opens with some like pretty good storytelling here. I was chilling with her mama the other day and she slipped up, called me the wrong name. I had to get up because that's the same number I've been seeing in your phone lately. My brain was at a million miles an hour, baby. I can't make this shit up. What a weird situation. Just, you <laughs> know, just so chilling specific. with her mama. Yeah. You, you, you just, so you know, you just like, this would imply that they have a very close relationship. Well, you just, I mean, whatever. If you you're know, hanging out, chilling, if you're, if you're hanging out and Jay, it's not a big deal with your in-laws. Eating some chips, watching a game. You know, it's no big deal. You're just yeah. chilling. So, yeah, she's complicit. Yeah. It is kind of funny. Like, which like, one are you again? <laughs> Yeah. Did we say Mostly what this song just, is about? It's about how T-Pain's about. lover is cheating on him and uh, her parents are complicit and covering it up. Yeah, that's the whole song. Yeah, that's that. there isn't really much to it except how much he's lashing out at her parents. Yeah, and there's just like, I think the the rhythm of... He has a lot of really funny rhythmic deliveries in this album. And this is one of them because he the way he has to justify all of these lyrics about saying, fuck your mom and dad. Um, it makes it feel like a very natural kind of run on sentence. Oh, and one more thing. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like he just, I'm going to slip it, slip this in here real quick. Uh, and it's really funny. <laughs> oh, you want me to play the sound sample? Play. Yeah. Play it one more time. Uh, the fuck your parents. One. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got distracted by a shiny boop. <laughs> There's no boops on the song. Unfortunately. I can't believe I told you that I love you. You was on the cover. Your mom and your daddy ain't shit. When you see them, tell both of them. I said, fuck them, yeah. That's so good. Oh, boy. I said, fuck them, yeah. He, it's like up to the end of the measure. He's just like, I got so many syllables. <laughs> when you see him, tell both of them I said, fuck him. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's just so much venom yeah. that he has to deliver. I think it's it's also like he's... I think he knows he's being a little silly. I think he knows he's yeah. like having fun with the song. It's, it's funny to say... It's funny to tell someone, fuck your parents. <laughs> you tell them that <laughs> I said, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like on an earlier T-Pain album, maybe uh, he would have had a very sad and very actually angry song, but this one kind of feels like, I don't know. It's it's also kind of a weird subject to be silly about. I don't know if I've heard yes. people be silly about this kind of thing, like the dawning realization that someone is cheating on you. Right. And yeah, once again... Like, this is something that he dreamed up, or maybe it's something from that would happen to one of his friends, probably, but I right. don't think this is a biographical song. Right, I don't think or so. Or an autobiographical song, at least. I hope not. Um, yeah, I, I would certainly hope not. But um, I think that is just a testament to his storytelling abilities. When he tells a specific story with details about a relationship, you feel invested in it. And even this is just such a tiny little snapshot. It's about one moment. Right. You know, um, but it, there's so much to chew on there. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> yep. And it is such a creative uh, scene to set where he's mad at these three people. <laughs> right. You, yeah. You should have just told me you want to split up. Ooh, we got to talk when you get home, baby. Ooh, I had a feeling, had a feeling, I had a feeling you was doing something dumb as fuck. That shit got me numb as fuck. You're going to have me running up. Uh, it's also we were talking a lot in Slayer about ineffective swearing. Yep. Um, I think T-Pain does a lot of really funny swearing. I think saying yeah. something is dumb as fuck, especially when it's something that's serious. It's like, no, you're cheating on me, but it's very diminutive to say like dumb as fuck. Yeah. Like it's understating. Yeah. It's like, it, it's, <laughs> and sort it's of inaccurate. Yeah, it's weird to call that dumb. It's like betrayal yeah. or, uh, you know, like there's so many bigger words you could reach for, but it's like, that's just dumb. <laughs> like cheating on me is dumb. And I think it could be read into as being sort of an insightful thing to say. It's like, what is the point of all this? Right. This isn't, 
constructive what you're the way you're acting right yeah but you i i have a sound sample of that dumb as fuck if you want to play that because i i like the way he sings it yeah let me see where is it there it is you think you think he's going to say feeling you was doing something dumb and like it's gonna end and then he goes as fuck (laughs) it's really funny (laughs) it's using it's using music and rhythm to uh set up an expectation and then to do something surprising which is great he's really good at that yeah he does that a lot yeah um, he does do this interesting thing in this song where he says, somehow this is my fault. I didn't say shit when I saw what I saw. Um, yeah, girl, you can't deny now. And then there's a line about even your daddy knows that you got you aside, John. John is in like the Philly style. John. Yeah. Yeah. Um, J-W-N. J-A-W-N. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, he kind of dabbles with the thought that like, you know, is this my fault in some way, but he doesn't really come back to it or dwell on it too much. Yeah. Which uh, like, I think it's just sort of a general, like how could I have been so blind? You know, right. I had a feeling, but I, I didn't follow up on it. You know, Mm -hmm. exactly. Uh, Also the line you was undercover is a really funny thing to say. (laughs) Like she's just some sort of agent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like she has like an alternative mode ulterior motive you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> undercover operative is that i wonder it's it's gonna make me want to look up uh undercover on urban dictionary if there's like a uh another meaning to that word a slang oh, that like I don't on know. the dl kind of thing oh boy top definition urban dictionary a chick that acts innocent but behind closed doors will bang anything 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 not even any person anything, anything. jesus okay uh, all right i i really dislike urban dictionary it i think sucks. it's kind of a hateful place it's super hateful i, w- I wish you would stop promoting them on this show God damn it why do i do well it's like i don't know all the other ones are way far behind the times yeah i guess they they do well i don't know i feel like we've referenced that website a lot and had some pretty questionable <laughs> definitions well, at on least it. like 80 percent of them are made up that's for certain so i don't know there was another thing i, w- I looked up on urban on this album that I, I forget there was some some slang term or phrase that i had to look up but i forget what it is so isn't that an interesting thing to say yeah <laughs> good good podcasting yeah thing. cool uh let's talk about what do we want? What do we want? Um, what's a good one? R.I.P. to sh- the parking lot. Yeah, let's do up. that one. Yeah, let's do R.I.P. to the parking lot. Great. As you can see, I'm the one doing the eulogy. Ain't no way to try to survive. Hell no. Nah. That music be moving the whole community. That bitch ain't about to come back alive. Rest in peace to the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Me and my niggas came and shut that bitch down. You know the club got my name on the parking spot. All of you niggas about to hate on us now. Rest in peace. Damn, T-Pain is such a good writer of music. A high concept song, too. Good lyrics. Yeah. Oh man, just like the 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 catchy chorus, but then like the 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 pre-chorus that we were just hearing. Such a cool melody. Ah oh, man, I'm really I really enjoyed this album. It's minor key, but it's about partying, you know? Yeah. It's like it's got this like kind of somber element, but it's like really catchy. Yeah. This is such a specific emotional uh intelligence in this song i think yeah because it's it's kind of nostalgic it's like rest in peace like it's it's passed on it's gone um i i don't know how or why it it has passed on is it because he says me and my n-words came and shut that bitch down you know so you had an interesting reading of it uh i I thought i thought that rest in r.i.p to the parking lot I thought that it was saying we're going to party so hard that we're going to destroy this, um, this parking lot. Oh, Um, and it's sort of a like party anthem kind of song, but, and, and I think it definitely is that, but I wonder if maybe there's another layer of 
a nostalgia for this good times, you know, of like com- communal, uh, you know, togetherness. Well, yeah, or whatever. It, it opens with the lines. Yeah, we are gathered here today for somebody that done that done really did a lot for me and my N words. There's that uh, one of those compound past tenses I think I was talking about. Uh, way over the top with me and my N-words. Everybody bow your head and tell the whole city, rest in peace to the parking lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, there's like a bunch of different ways you could interpret it. Um, is, isn't it kind of a, uh, a phenomenon for, I think this, this happened in Philly too, where people would like go to parking lots together and just park their cars with the cars on and the doors open and just blasting really super loud music. I didn't necessarily see that at, par- at parking lots, but there weren't, there really weren't a lot of parking lots in Philly. I feel That's like parking true, lots yeah. is a tally as a Tallahassee thing, is a Florida in general thing. Tallahassee, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, I don't think that would happen in Philly unless you're in the suburbs. Yeah, but but isn't that kind of a, a thing that people do? Is kind of just gather together in a parking lot or wherever. And it's like just, a tailgate or something. Yeah. Something yeah, like sure. that. So is that what this song's about? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like having a part, like having a party at a parking lot. Yeah. So look at all these Chevrolets around us. When people trying to find a way to impound us, that's a good rhyme. Then big wheels come and break the ground up. Speakers sounding like an earthquake. You found us. As you can see, I'm the one doing the eulogy. Ain't no way to survive. Hell nah. That music be moving the whole community. That bitch ain't about to come back alive. Uh, I have a sound sample of the bit about it, trying to get impounded. Ah, yes. So the reason I like this there there's a lot um there's a lot of weight to talking about having a party in a parking lot like there's a lot there to think yeah. about mm-hmm. if you're having a party in a parking lot uh on the surface i i, I feel like that kind of sucks it you're <laughs> you know on the surface you know because like you're implicitly like you're saying we we the people we hang out with we do not have the resources to have a dedicated space that will serve all of our, all of our needs. We cannot rent a place. We need to meet in a parking lot. We need to meet in a place that is meant to put our cars so that we can go somewhere else. That's fun, you know, but like, this is where we have to go to party. Like, I think that is, um, a powerful thing to sing a song about. Like, right. Yeah. Making something out of nothing. And when the idea of like, uh, it's sort of like the the classic um, uh, in the neighborhoods in Philly or other you know urban areas where it gets really hot. You know, you hack the fire hydrant and you make a sprinkler. It's sort of this. Um, Is that unspoken... the, the verb they use? Hack. I've heard people refer to it that way. Oh, like with a hacksaw? I always thought they just like no. Unscrewed. I mean, like hack is in like computer hack. I'm in the mainframe, oh. <laughs> or as in life hack more accurately. <laughs> life hack um, fire hydrant yeah <laughs> what if what if there is like a buzzfeed like article about like life hacks and they're like yeah just there's a bunch of water in this fire hydrant make your own sprinkler <laughs> life hack <laughs> why do you think of that <laughs> um yeah but like uh there i think there's this sort of unspoken agreement that um if we have to live here and we don't get the services that we need and we can't afford, we have to live in this neighborhood where it's a food desert and like we're separated from all of these like services. Um, we're going to hack the fire hydrants. Um, right. And you have to deal with it, you know, and there's a, sort of a dignity in that. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like I definitely remember the slightly less than a year that I lived in Philly with Cameron here. Uh, I remember seeing at least one instance of a block party where people um, hacked the fire hydrant. Yes. It looked super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's in the middle of summer. It's basically constant and it actually gets a little bit sad and wasteful. It's like sometimes, you know, because it's like, you'll see just a fire hydrant that is like 
trickling out water because it's like out of water, I guess. Oh no. And, um, and there's no kids around it. It's just been <laughs> on for days, you know, oh, but boy. it's just part of the system, you know? Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about this song? Ooh, uh, I think I have another sound sample from this. Oh, you um, do. I think it's just more, Oh no, this is the guest rapper, isn't it? Oh um, yeah. It's, uh, boozy badass boozy boozy badass Badass. Hmm. um once again if i remember right this is my least favorite part of the song (laughs) yeah that's usually my least favorite part of any t-pain song is when the guest rapper shows up wheezy (laughs) yeah actually wheezy is fucking great on this he has one verse on the last song and we'll get to it but here's uh here's a sound sample from boozy badass Nope, nope, that's the wrong one. Fuck. That's the wrong one, Nathan. Play the uh, right one. Where is it? There it is. My car park, my car park is damn self. Huh. <laughs> He's just, for some reason, saying, my car park, my car park, it's damn self. Why did he say that, though, is the thing. I have no... He just said, to put it in context, I turned this bitch into a movie. I got too much sauce. My car park, my car park, it's damn self real street shit oh now i understand (laughs) Uh, i do like the t-pain line i I love how i was just gonna say i love how collaborative t-pain is and i love that he has this community of artists that he has come you know get on his tracks or whatever but sometimes it's like dude just screen the lyrics a little bit (laughs) theoretically i like the idea of all that but on the other hand all the practical results of it None of them really pay off for me. Yeah. <laughs> With a few notable exceptions. I was just going to say, I like the, um, T-Pain has some fun lines where he says, uh, oh, you broke, broke head ass. She don't want to fuck me. She want to fuck my car. She said the rims got it looking <laughs> like a superstar. She might just take it out on a date to that new car wash or I could ship that bitch to Paris, baby. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> I'm the international parking lot King. I'm a Chevy sexual. <laughs> oh, God. I'm certain that exists. <laughs> In Tallahassee. You go to reddit.com uh, slash r slash dragons fucking cars. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah. It's exactly like it sounds. All right. But don't take my word for it. Check out the books at your local library. Go to the uh, dragons fucking cars section of the <laughs> Library of Congress. The dedicated section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, what's the next song you want to talk about? What's up next? Oh, well, I did. I chose the last one. The last mm, two, maybe. You kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about you up. Do that intro first, please. Oh, okay, okay. First intro. Uh, where is it? Which one is intro? Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. It's begun. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the captain. Pizzle boop, yeah. It's <laughs> a haiku if I've ever heard one. It totally is. I like that he puts like the mm sound into it. Mm boop. <laughs> mm boop. That's my, f- I love that Hanson song. <laughs> mm boop. Ba-doo boop. Scooby doop. Ba-doo boop. Okay. Why do you want to talk about like this one? This. What's it about? I like this song. Oh. This is a song about thinking about uh, someone you're sexually attracted to and um, just like you're by yourself and you're like, hey, you know, you just sort of text them like, hey, <laughs> you just like you're thinking about them. You want them to know that you're thinking about them. And uh, I, I like him capturing that energy. Um, well, that also- sort of loneliness and the desire. Yeah. Also, the, the, the text, if you just text someone you up. It's essentially like the new version of the booty call. Yes. Yeah. So he's kind of reinterpreting that phrase to say, instead of being just a booty call, uh, he's kind of apologizing. He says, girl, I know it's late night, but the way we left off, it just ain't right. Baby, tell me you up, you up, you up, you up, you up. Are you sleeping, dreaming about me? If I was asleep, I would do the same thing. And so he's also, yeah, he's sensibly has beef with, with this woman. Yeah, he literally says, uh, 
I know exactly why we going through it. Baby, I fucked up. I did you wrong. I'd be so drunk. I don't know what be going on. I just want to hear your voice. It's been so long. Silent treatment got me feeling so alone. Once again, I, I, I have to wonder, is this a... I'm sure that T-Pain fucks up and has to apologize to his wife as all men should when they <laughs> all fuck men up. should fuck up and then apologize well, they do, to and then they should <laughs> they do the fucking up and uh-huh. then they should apologize uh-huh. you know but like um but i like the i like the idea of him writing this song for someone to like feel like he's trying to more eloquently describe a feeling as a service to someone else and i kind of appreciate that like that's the my favorite text. business model feelings as a service all right. F-A-A-S. No? Um, no? Oh, I thought that was clever. Oh, well. I do not understand that joke. Oh, at okay. All. all my MBAs are going to be just chuckling their little heads off. You're not an MBA. I'm not. But you have You're to have MFA, one to appreciate my the jokes. exact opposite. You're an anti-MBA. <laughs> I kind of am. Your wife's an MBA. <laughs> She's going to be just giggling to herself just hearing about this. All kinds of chuckles. Uh, I don't think she listens to the show anymore. <laughs> I can't blame her. <laughs> I think she's taking a break. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, I like social media realism in uh, in in storytelling. Um, I don't think that storytelling has caught up to what life is like with social media. Um, I don't think people know how to tell stories where people have constant access to the internet and are interacting with each other um, virtually. Um, I just think most people don't really know what to do with that. Um, right. Uh, there are very few examples of stories that I think really capture what it feels like. Uh, my favorite example would be Yuri on Ice. Um, oh. I'm talking about this because this happens in the song. But yeah, the, you the talked show about Yuri on Ice one time. Yes, uh, support the show on Patreon to hear me talk more in depth about it. But one thing that I really like about Yuri on Ice is most of the show is seen through the lens of Instagram, um, and a lot there's a lot of plot points that come from things that are revealed through Instagram and the plot is moved through social media in a way that I feel like is really uh, believable and, and relatable. And um, yeah, it just like really grounds the, the show hmm. um, because it understands the role of social media in like modern life and it, and it accounts for it in the story. Yeah. I think that's rare. Anyway, in mm-hmm. the song you up, which is what we're talking about now. We're not talking about Uri on Ice, even though I like it a lot more. <laughs> um, but uh, where is it here? Do uh, you want to play the sound sample? Oh, uh, the non-intro one? The one that says, good social media realism. <laughs> oh, there it is. I see you posting. Hennessy, Sabo, that's your shit. If you're running out, I bring you motion. I just want to talk real quick. That was interesting. Right at the beginning of it, they played like a little musical sting that sounded a lot like a notification alert sound. Yeah. I didn't notice this that the is, first time I listened to it. This is a beautiful specific. The, the sting is a, like the notification alert is a wonderful touch. But I, so to paint the scene, uh, like, or to set the scene, to paint the picture, to set the scene, <laughs> um, he's on his phone. He sees this woman who he's thinking about uh, on um, whatever social media. She's posted a picture of a Hennessy Sour, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's like your favorite drink. Uh, Girl, you got me stuck. I see you posting Hennessy Sour. That's your shit. And he says uh, he might be um, either responding privately, the DM, or commenting, if you're running out. I bring you mo 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 shit. It's I'll just read it without the. <laughs> if you're if you're running out, I'll bring you more shit, girl. I just want to talk real quick. Um, I think that's like really good story <laughs> storytelling. He's like trying to find an in. He's like seeing her, and he's like, you know, this idea that social media, like we have this sort of public life that we display, right. but then everyone gets to see it which means that like people get to like think about you um, and think about the things that you're doing that you may not have specifically been inviting them to, but it's a way for people to 
uh, access you. Um, yeah, I just thought that was like kind of interesting. Yeah. There's a part of this song that makes me feel a little uncomfortable because she is clearly not wanting to interact with him and he's being a little bit insistent in a way that, um, I don't know. All it makes me wonder if it's kind of like toxic masculinity kind of stuff. Um, yeah, even that, that little example, but he does it several times throughout the song. Uh, I know you're sleeping, but you need to be in this bed. You said you need time, but you need me instead. I won't call you. I heard what you said, but I know that you up. I know you're not ignoring me and I know you deserve better than me. I can do better. How can a man show you love if you won't let him girl? You got me stuck. I see you posting. Yeah, it is a little bit over persistent. Yeah, it's like you need to kind of like chill out and respect her wishes and what she said. Um, uh, but it's it's also, also like, the- I don't know. He's not necessarily taking a ton of action. Like this is kind of his internal monologue. Right, so right, he's, right, right. He's not necessarily like acting on these impulses in a way that is crossing boundaries. Right, he's not necessarily texting her all of these things. Right, yeah. (laughs) These are the things he's feeling. Right. At least. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to play the other sound sample? He calls her a really weird pet pet name right before uh, all that stuff you read. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) A big head. Now, isn't that sweet? Oh boy. Uh, does this woman, <laughs> is she some sort of water baby? <laughs> Maybe she's a gray. Oh, uh, is that a reference to something in pop culture? The aliens, you know, the grays. The grays. You just mean like a generic, like gray, big headed alien? Yeah. <laughs> the grays. Uh, I got you. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you, gray. All right, uh, we should. Were you? Was that a Macy Gray voice? No, that's um. Uh, what's I got you, babe? Uh, okay. Uh, shit, is that the Carpenters? Sunny and Cher. Sunny and Cher. Okay, yeah, one of those indistinguishable like light pop bands from the seventies. Um, Pizzle boop. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tell you, I'm ready to move on. Yeah. okay probably got probably got time for one more yeah do you want to talk about uh goat talk goat talk talk about wheezy yeah most of your career is just a month for me i know the last couple years been a slump for you and now you're mad that i got the one up on you yeah ain't know about it bitch you know now say you gotta hear it from the goat that's the goat talk All right, should we uh, should we play that intro for the song <laughs> before we, we talk about it? We did. You want me to play it again for our own benefit? No, the intro. Oh, the, the actual intro. Okay. Yeah, let's. You just, know the one. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Oh boy! Boop, boop. <laughs> uh, Nathan, it's funny. He's funny when he when he raps. He makes funny sounds. He does. I I'm tickled. It's so interesting. Like, to what extent is he just goofing and being super silly on purpose? He's a big silly man on purpose. That's great. I love that. Good for Me him. Too. Okay, so this boop, is boop. this is a really interesting song because it is it could have very easily been one of those like shitting on newcomers to rap or like shitting on the posers kind of songs. One of those oh, but take defensive. A look. I said it could have been that. It could have been one of those defensive songs, but it's I wasn't saying that to you. I was agreeing. Oh, yeah. I see. Take a closer look in a thin aesthetic way to the sounds of this song. <laughs> okay, you ain't right. you ain't <laughs> you ain't know about it bitch you know now you, they say you got to hear it from the goat mouth goat as in greatest of all time and yeah garth yeah garth <laughs> the garthest of all time <laughs> uh the the greatest goat of all time 
harkening back to our first season. I, I like that they just pronounce goat. They just they don't even bother with saying G O A T or even no, even no. really like they don't even use the words greatest of all time. They just say the word goat, which is so that pretty um, hilarious. So that uh, would you say it doesn't get your goat? Okay. That's that goat talk, Cameron. Um, they say I need it's to let go of my past. Bad. <laughs> Told them they could kiss my whole ass. At this point, I already got the bag. And all y'all N-words chasing what I already had. So on the surface, that sounds kind of defensive. But yeah. they're just like having fun with it. And it's such a silly song that it's hard to take it seriously as an actual like diss track of any kind. Yeah, especially because he says told them they could kiss my whole ass which is funny but then the response to the call is whole ass yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah (laughs) that's a good goof they said i need to get back on my shit back on my shit i told them they could suck my whole dick my whole dick (laughs) at this point i already got it lit lit you still trying to do shit i already did there's a great (laughs) genius annotation uh for c i got grammys on grammys i got awards all in my crib hey um and there's a picture of t-pain licking a grammy i'd say he's performing grammy lingus actually he definitely is he's really going to town on that grammy hole (laughs) oh boy (laughs) Oh, man. And then Lil Wayne comes in with an amazing verse. And it looks like you got the entire thing. I got the whole thing. It's a whole minute, but we're, I think it's fair use. We're talking about it. Yeah, it's totally fair use. Yeah, Congress. Yeah. You can yeah, that. suck my whole uh, Grammy. I like that he likes a joint. <laughs> yeah. I said they need to get a fucking pap smiller, bitch. The greatest of all time, check my stats, bitch. But you look like when you sound like when we getting catfish. Calling me a husband when the only thing I have been is everything they haven't been. Looking like my mannequins, sounding like some amateurs. I call them two just scavengers. I need to sue their managers. All these little robots, do they even include the batteries? Kiss my gluteus maximus. This ain't that and that ain't this. Feel like I've been cloned, dog. I just cut your song off. That shit sound like wrong, wrong. I just cut some meat on. That shit look like neon. Grammys on my shelf. I know some bitches that deserve their panties on my shelf, but they didn't have no underwear. I'm on a planet somewhere else. On a Zen and something else. If these rappers is my sons, as a parent, I have failed. I'm the GOAT. I don't even fucking write, but one motherfucking quote is better than everything you ever motherfucking wrote. That's true. She got a GOAT tattoo. I got a GOAT statue. You got to quote that too from the GOAT mouth. And that's the end of the album, Nathan. Holy fucking shit. Jesus. That is such that- a bold way to end it. What a journey. That is a hell of a good verse from Lil Wayne. His flow and the way that they, he just, the, like the music drops out and he goes acapella for like at least a third of it. It's amazing. All right. I wish we had more time to devote to this. I got to go really soon, but yeah. I want to point out a couple of things. Um, here's something that's uh, entertaining. I know some bitches that deserve their panties on my shelf, but they didn't have no underwear. <laughs> that's such a weird like tangential like i don't know what that means yeah it's really funny and i don't know why he says it at all i'm on a planet somewhere else on a zan and something else yeah i could believe that man i like he's so (laughs) like abstract and like (laughs) the way that he raps in a way that feels like it's earned yeah he he disses people who are imitating him Calling me a has-been when the only thing I have been is everything they haven't been. Looking like my mannequins. Something like some amateurs. I call them Tunchi scavengers. I need to sue they managers. Are these little robots? Do they even include the batteries? Kiss my bootyous Maximus. And he definitely says bootyous Maximus. Uh, even though genius says gluteus. Which, uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty oh, great. Good job. Like This, this vindicate, vindicates my uh, love and admiration of Lil Wayne because, man, he did some rough stuff with T-Pain earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they say I need to get back on my rap shit. I say they need to get a fucking pap smear, little bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. 
That is so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's, you're right on, right on time. Uh, Free My Guy Ewok on Genius Sanitation says, a pap smear is a test for cervical cancer. <laughs> in case you're wondering. Yeah, it's, man, uh, that really clears that up, as it were. Oh, boy. It, it's, once again, with little Wayne, it's, like, problematic because he's saying, like, you are a woman and that's bad. Like, yeah. Like you need a pap smear because you're a woman and that's my sort of the core of my insult. Um but the delivery so that's obviously bad and problematic. But the delivery Wait, it's bad and problematic idea, to be a woman, Cameron? It's <laughs> I'm sure it I'm you sure want it feels a cookie? <laughs> uh the idea the way the roundabout way that he gets around to to saying that is so bizarre like yeah. the mental pathways are like four-dimensional yeah it's totally is. <laughs> it's so weird that i'm not even offended because he's so bizarre in the way that he thinks about it yeah yeah all right do we need to stop here i yeah i gotta go let's yeah. wrap this uh wrap this up wrap this wrap up all right. Well, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Topias Podcast. Join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. More and more people are joining every single day, and it's going to be such a fucking party in there. It's so great. Um, I'm on there when I can. Uh, sometimes days go by when I can't. Um, but every time I go, it's such a delight. Uh, yeah. If you write us a review on iTunes, that would be very good for us. You can listen to Cameron's other podcast called Get Up in the Cool, which is all about acoustic music, usually old-time Appalachian fiddle and banjo music. Yep. And uh, we haven't decided what we're doing for next week's episode. Do we need, Do we decide now, or should we do it during the week? Are we going to leave people Ooh, in suspense? I think we're going to have to do a little chat on Discord about it. Okay, we will figure it out. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um... Now I don't know how to how to end the show if we're not going to do our I've, dumb little bit that we do. I've been, I've been Cameron Dewitt and Nathan. I'm rock hard. I'm I'm like a rock. Do you know why? Because you're a Chevy. You're a Chevy I'm sexual. A Chevy sexual. <laughs> oh, I'm Nathan Hunt and I'm a dragon fucking a car. Yeah. Sorry, I prepared one. Damn you. Boop, boop. I forgot that we were gonna. <laughs> boop, boop. Boop, boop. <laughs> boop, boop. All right. <laughs> All right. I might, I might try Did to call you the. the new outro yeah, <laughs> it should be. I'm gonna remix it into our outro music. I wish you would. Stackley was a boop, boop. All right. I gotta, All right. I gotta hop on this bike. Okay. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye, bye. Oh, send me the files. Oh, I will. Yep. <laughs>